Welcome to another episode of I Wish I Was a Little Bit Taller. I am Amir. Fergie will be on in one sec. We got so much to get into. We got some March Madness action. Fergie's just geeing over excitement over this stuff. And uh, we get into the trades that happen. I finally want some money. Uh, listen in. Enjoy. Yo, 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 we got March Madness coming up tomorrow, baby. I can sense the excitement. You are ready to go. Absolutely. My goodness, game start tonight, but the true madness starts tomorrow morning at 9.15 a.m. Did you already take the day off? Or are the kids at the grandparents' house tomorrow? <laughs> I mean, I may or may not have taken tomorrow off. So, Did yes, I'll be watching 12-hour straight. 24-hour COVID action? <laughs> no, no, no. I plan ahead. I put that on as a request. Ah, oh. nice, nice, nice. So, you uh, obviously, you're staying at home. Back yeah. in the day, what, was, what would be your routine in normal life? If you had the day off routine would be flying in Wednesday night to Vegas, uh, getting ready, you know, going out first night, not too hard because wake up and we're ready for tip off down at the sports book, nine 15, first tip chanting, screaming, because we got an overs unders first half. It doesn't matter on all the games. So until uh, Saturday afternoon, and then we watched the first two days, Thursday, Friday, and then uh, we would, uh, we would cruise back. So hopefully uh, next year, get back into that same trend because it's uh, one of my favorite few days of the year. How many years in a row have you or was that a routine like 10 years, 15 um, years? You know, it was probably, yeah, I would say 14, 15, 14 years or so. Yeah. Even even during the years with the kids. Funny enough, Jessica, amazing. She surprised me one year and it was right after Catherine was born and she flew me out there for a night because uh, she knew I loved it so much. So I got out there for a quick, uh, I think it was like a 26 hour uh, wow. quick flight in and out, watched a bunch and then got home. So it was that's awesome. funny. I, I, so I, I mean, you're the all out call of uh, college football basketball guy, but um, I, this is like maybe probably around 15 years ago. One of our buddies um, is a, I mean, Matt is a hardcore college guy, college basketball. So he goes there rich no matter what. And this is like beginning of the phases of him making a routine. And so we were all roommates. So the three of us drove out there and we invited a bunch of our friends, all these girls that like literally didn't give a shit about basketball and neither did Ali and I. So the first night Matt goes to bed early, but we stayed out to like 4 a.m. Vegas, you know, parting our asses off. He wakes up at nine. We're literally like just, just getting into our deep sleep. He wakes up all ready to go, cup of coffee going, uh, whatever, whatever. He got, he was at the, ta- at the, you know, sports book all day. We stumbled in, made our bets at 9.15, went right back and slept all day. He gets, he doesn't come out that night. Like he goes to bed early because he knew the routine. Yeah. We stayed out till four. So this night, like we, and all our friends come back to the room because that's where the after party was, right? This is like 4 a.m. And all of a sudden we're all trying to be quiet talk. And all of a sudden he's just like, you know, you know, somebody said something about golden hour or golden something. And he's like, you know, what's golden fucking silence. Shut the fuck up and get the fuck out. <laughs> and that, that was it. Awesome. The next thing you heard was like, Oh, and duh, 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 duh. door closed. That was it for us. None of us came back that night. So I love it. I can see him doing the, Hey, don't mess with Matt during March madness time. Okay. You there are two do. things. He's going to be in Vegas. 
and he's going to bet on the Kansas Jayhawks to win the <laughs> national championship. Uh, are they uh, look? I've even looked at the brackets. Are they in the tournament? Because no, like Duke isn't in there. Kentucky isn't in there. Yeah, Kansas plays Eastern Washington. Eastern Washington. So, so the funny thing is, I have it up right now, and so after, so we're both in a bracket. We're both going to sign up for the same bracket, and we're going to make a bet. So our bet is, whoever scores the highest, whoever gets. The, yeah, the best placing, right? Yeah. And it's going to be a thousand dollar or a thousand myth- mythical dollar bet. That's right. So a thousand up, thousand down. So it's a two thousand dollar swing. So after the tournament is done, I'm going to be crushing you. Yeah. Well, see, this is why I said my comeback last week. You won 300, but I won 300. <laughs> it's the first time all season hey, where I, I didn't lose money. I know you're not a math guy. <laughs> But that doesn't put you in the plus for the week. That's even, bro. No, no, no. That puts me even. I, I didn't lose money, homie. This is the first time I haven't lost money in a very <laughs> long time. I'm going to take it as a victory for me, okay? Let me have it. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll give you some and, and actually, one of the games, this you won by a point. And we don't go off spread, so I don't know what it was. But I'm guaranteeing the spread was more than a point for your team. So so I want to go back to the tape and find out, did you only win 300 because you picked the same picks that I did? Uh-huh. No, no, so, so I'm going to tell you. So we both picked <laughs> Brooklyn. We both both picked Brooklyn, but I picked the Pelicans. You picked the Clippers and Pelicans destroyed the Clippers. Yeah, so they did. That was the game that changed it for us. But okay. So this week's game, we got Charlotte versus or at the Clippers Saturday. Who do you got on that one? You know what? We're going Charlotte. We're going LaMelo all day, every day. How much you got on that? 100. Not confident. <laughs> I will do 200 because I can't pick the Clippers. And the, they look good. Charlotte looks good. So, yeah. yeah. And the, it, they go back to back. So, they play. I think Charlotte plays Lakers tomorrow night. And then they no, play they the play Clippers tonight. The oh, they play them tonight? Okay. So, they play yeah. tonight and then they play. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, and then next we have 76ers at the Knicks. Oh boy, Embiid's out. Um, somehow, I think the Sixers are still going to take it. I think the line will probably be, I don't know, four or five maybe, but I'm going to take the Knicks anyways because as we've uh, mentioned, I like what they're doing and uh, I think they're going to come out with a dub or only lose by one or two. So I'm going to go 100 for the Knicks. Did you see the end of the uh, Knicks Nets game? Uh, yes, I did. Was that a travel or was that uh, uh, so a... Let me explain the play so people that know. Yeah, no. yeah. Uh, Julius Randle goes up for a three. Uh, they tap it on his way up and he like kind of lets go and then grabs it again and comes back down, takes a dribble and shoots it and they call travel, right? So here's the thing, watching it in slow-mo afterwards too. He didn't let go of it in time. I think he realized it a split second too late when he was basically hitting the ground that, uh-oh, I need to kind of remove my hands from the ball and that's where i think it got into that uh very controversial call i mean in the moment yeah it's, it's a travel because he's not letting go immediately um so yeah i think it was the right call i mean he exploded and was super pissed but yeah yeah great. And you know what but then slow motion give some credit to to Kyrie. man those quick hands that was all ball yeah. and it, you want to call it gutsy stupid whatever you want to say on defense i mean he he went for the strip on the way up and he got all ball so that's a great defensive play. 
I have to say, I mean, I, I, the, I, I'm, I'm partially kind of saying in, if it was hardened, they would have called, they wouldn't have called anything or if like a star was in that position. Right. I don't think they would have called it, but the other thing is they shouldn't have even been in that position. The nets were up by like 10 points with like oh, yeah. 40 seconds left. So give it to them and Thibodeau for doing such a great, the inbounds, they call like three timeouts, two turnovers off in the last couple of possessions. So either the nets need to figure shit out, like last minute possessions or the nets or Knicks are that good defensively well we've talked about Thibodeau being a great I mean he's a good coach right yeah and these are all situational things sure they lost the game but I'll tell you what I'm sure he is super proud of his team at the end of the game for executing at a high level sure they didn't get the shot they wanted it didn't didn't work out but in crunch time if you can execute some defensive strategies and you can execute quick buckets to extend the game out uh, those type of things, whether it's in a playoff, you know, a playoff game or uh, in future years, they kind of get to the playoff stuff like that. Those are those are little wins that you got to take as a coach yep. and as a team. Um, I agree. And you're right on the other side, Brooklyn not being able to do that. That could be something that Steve Nash needs to figure out and say, oh, shit, you know, we, maybe we aren't working on that as much. Um, yeah. So it could be good for both teams because now Nash needs to figure out, hey, how can we preserve a lead? Because I tell you what, if it's the NBA playoffs the Lakers are not folding if the Nets are up six with a minute to go. I mean, right. they are fighting every every tenth of a second until yeah. that game is over. So, uh, yeah, very interesting, the end of the game. Why would you say the Lakers are, would be behind against the Nets, huh? Why would you throw that out there? Why would they not be ahead? <laughs> I mean, because in some game in that – No, there's no games seven, Lakers behind. No games are Lakers – Lakers have never lost. Do you not know? <laughs> well – it's going to happen this year, buddy. I think uh, if, if Durant comes back, I that'll be another wager we make. Yeah, I also think it's the Nets are such a – they're all in limbo because they don't have Durant. And Durant, I think in by all of us, is going to be the guy that gets the ball at the end of the game. Like, yeah. he should have the ball. So, uh, everything is like when they lose close games, I'm like, well, would they have lost or would they even be in that position if Durant was there, you know? No. so. No, they wouldn't have. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Um, from the next one is Utah. Okay, so you pick the Knicks. I'm actually I was gonna pick the Knicks too, but I'll pick the 76ers. Um, and I'll put a hundred because I just don't know. Trust that. Um, Utah at Chicago Monday night next week. We're just going Utah. I'm riding the Utah wave. I know they're not, you know, playing super hot their last five and five of their last ten, but uh, I'm just gonna pick Utah because. You know, I still think they're going to beat up on some of the lower teams, whether it's in the East or the West, to, to maintain their, you know, one of the top seeds right now. I think that's important to them. So um, I, see, I see them coming out and winning by about eight or 10. So I'm going to pick them for 200. 200. All right. Well, I'm going to go for the first time this season. I'm going to pick Chicago. Oh, um, my goodness. And I'm going to go 100 because I just feel like Chicago – it's just it's I, they're going east coast i i feel like going east coast utah's gonna has a they're better at home than they are on the road so i'm just gonna go that way so all right um all right from there we're gonna go into some of the trades that already have happened yes sir so it looks like houston and orlando are just like hey whoever you want take unfortunately eric gordon got injured so i don't think he's gonna be traded i don't think anyone's gonna try to get him um, but they just traded uh, PJ Tucker to Milwaukee. 
good, bad, or whatever for Milwaukee? Um, good for Milwaukee. Absolutely. Uh, surrounding, there's going to be a, a point in time where you're going to have, you know, Giannis out there and you're going to need to just surround him with shooters all around and let him at the top of the key go one-on-one. And if they pack it in, you kick it out to, you know, Middleton, to Tucker, to shit. You got a couple other shooters on that yeah, team right now. Yeah. And there's going to be that weird lineup that they put out there where it's just going to be the shooting lineup to go with him. And he's going to be able to pass it or drive down the lane. So I see Tucker living like he always is in that corner and just draining some super big buckets in the playoffs. So yeah. I think that's a great move for them. Uh, why not? You have to get over the hump. You have to do something, a splash move, um, you know, to, to make a run. Brooklyn yeah. right now is the head of the class. And when Embiid gets back, I think the Sixers are, are right there, you know, kind of one, two with the Nets. So the Bucks are getting a little bit left behind. And if they didn't make a splash move, you know, I could see them, you know, falling off a little bit. Yeah. And they, they didn't give up anything really. They gave DJ Augustine and like yeah. DJ, I think it's Watson or Wilson, something like that. And like a second round pick. It's like for Milwaukee, it's not going to matter for a second round pick or those players, you know, like if you can get somebody else, that's going to be a key role player. And then I think they're probably going to sign somebody that's going to be like a point guard. That's going to be cut or waived just to have someone in their second lineup. But for the yeah. most part, they really, they didn't give up anything. So it's well, not I, and trade. I think, and I think that's poor on the, on the Rockets part. I, Obviously, I have no idea what was offered, but you're telling me that's the best you could get yeah. in return for somebody that right now for a championship contender, he's a he's a serious asset where a lot of teams wanted him. I, I mean, I'm, I don't know if you would have been able to get a, a one or something like like a first round pick in return or something, but you're telling me you get a, a two from the Bucks. where yeah. in two years from now, what is that second round pick going to be? That's going to be like the 20th pick or 25th pick. No, like, th- it's going to be like the 56th pick, you know? Well, yeah, no, like, I'm saying 20th in the second yeah, round. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. going to be anything. And and neither of those two guys, DJ Augustine or DJ Wilson from, from Michigan, they're, I, I don't see them as impact players. So in three or four years, I could potentially see neither of those guys on that team. So um, I, I really thought that was a, that was a poor decision that they could have gotten a lot more. For yeah. Him. I, I was, I, you would think the 76 would be like, Hey, have like two first round picks or like you would get something more than like, I mean, they have to match salaries on some level, which yeah. makes sense. That's why DJ was in there and uh, the, both DJs, but like, I don't know. Like I, I would assume that's the thing that the problem is that you have to match salaries and some teams, you can't give enough draft picks to justify the salary, you yeah, know? It's true. And so, I think that's it. The other one was Ariza to Miami well, for Miles Leonard. Um, and Miles Leonard's been away from the team since he made the comment that yeah. obviously you shouldn't have. Um, and he got fined and I think he's been fined and suspended or fined. And the team has just basically said leave. So, yeah. Well, and that's an interesting, and that's an interesting trade because once again, if you've been following Miami, right, they have started to plug away and, pick off teams, you know, up the, uh, the Eastern conference ladder. I think they're what fourth right now, if I'm not uh, mistaken, let me pull it up. Yeah. They were, they were either fourth or fifth last time I looked. So and it just, I feels like maybe, I mean, we're talking like a month ago, even maybe in five weeks or whatever, maybe that we were talking about them being just a seller right now. And just like, wow, they have completely underachieved. And what are they doing? I know yeah. Butler was gone. So now that he's back, the team is really starting to gel together, but that's, that's a great pickup. Ariza has been around for, God, how many years? And it seems like every year when he's in the playoffs, he's in somebody's grill, d up, making some random three in the fourth quarter because he's 
got experience and he's yeah. solid. He's a solid player. So I definitely like that team and, uh, and what they did. We're, we talked about them last year, right? What was their biggest strength? Just being dirty and nasty yeah. on defense and yeah. playing like street ball out yeah. there. Yeah. Um, he brings that toughness too. Yeah, and it's he just reaffirmed that he still holds the record for the most traded player in NBA history. That is true. He went from 10 to 11. That is crazy. No one's going to catch he, up to that. I hope he keeps all his jerseys in like a man cave or something like right? that. Right? Like, but I mean, how many walls does he have covered with jerseys at this point? So um, but the other thing is, but they have so many of that type of player now because Iggy's basically the same player, right? Yeah, but here's the thing. If they're six seven, six eight, right? And yeah. you are like strong and you're an athlete and you can do everything. Imagine that lineup out there yeah. switching everything. Yeah. You got, yeah, I mean, you, if you have Jimmy Butler, you got Igadala, who's okay, he's lost a lot, right? But you got him. You now have uh God, who do we uh, just say? Ariza. Ariza. You got Bam out there. Good yeah. and lord. And then you put Come Hero on. next to him or Robertson next to them. And that's a start, that's a start five that like Milwaukee's gonna have a hard time with the Nets are going to have a hard time scoring against that lineup right Yeah, there. with all that length and toughness on the uh, on the perimeter, that's a formidable unit, I think. So Yeah, because they, if you think about it, that lineup right there, Kyrie's going to have issues guarding anybody on that court. Yeah. So they can take advantage of Kyrie. Either Kyrie gets off the court or – and any of those guys can guard. Not necessarily – no one guards Kyrie, but, like, you can – control him on some levels right well yeah it's not it's not even control it's you can make some shots a little more difficult with your yeah. length that's yeah. it you're not going to control him he's just a, a wizard with the ball yeah. and everything yeah. but you can make it more difficult and yeah. that's all you're trying to do with some of these yeah. superstars yeah and then the next one was the pj they might it looks like well he like i said houston was a open market oladipo looks like on the market it's just who has the money to get him or trade options again at least not at the elite teams and he's so set to go to miami it's like why would you trade for him i i yeah i i wouldn't um unless you are throwing in the towel on a on a player that you drafted two years ago right as your as your first round pick and you said we've been around this guy for two years now and whatever it may be his work ethic his uh, his ceiling has, he's kind of reached his potential and you don't think he's going to turn into that star, then sure. Maybe you, you trade him away, get old depot, try to wine and dine him and, and make a run at it. I, I don't know. Maybe you yeah. do something like that. Uh, that would be the only thing I can think of is, is if a team is, is throwing in the towel on a first rounder right now and trying to strike and maybe all the depot likes the, the city or the owner's daughter, who, whoever knows. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, tell for why the fuck not marry a billionaire's <laughs> daughter? Hell, fucking yeah! I'm not. I wouldn't be mad at that. Um, um. All right. Well, from there, we're gonna go to. I'm gonna throw you. Uh, so we. I just we heard about this. I think you. We both heard about it. Um. So unfortunately, uh, Sean Bradley. We all know Sean Bradley, seven six center from the '90s. He got drafted '93, '94 with with uh. Chris Weber and all of them had a, uh, I guess, I don't know if it was a motorcycle accident or a bicycle accident, but he was hit by a car and unfortunately he's paralyzed. Um, this happened in January and it's kind of interesting that it just came out, but um, it's unfortunate. It sounds like he's in rehab and hopefully he makes a recovery, but. Yeah. Prayers to, uh, to him and uh, you know, 
obviously to to everyone you know you hear you hear about somebody that's in the sports world something like this happens and um you know there's so many tragedies going on every day in this country and the world uh so honestly prayers to him but prayers to anyone who is going through a tough time you know yeah. has lost a loved one that somebody has had an accident like this so yeah i mean it's just in the you know in the news because he's you know uh, an ex-nba guy but there's so many people that um there wouldn't be enough time on the news to talk yeah. about all the people so yeah, prayers to everyone yeah yeah, yeah. Um, from that unfortunate news, I'm going to go back to the 90s as well. What happened 25 years ago this week? And if you need a clue, I can give you a very strong clue. Okay, 25 years ago this week. Um, let me see. 25 years ago. What are we talking? 1996? Ooh, boy, oh boy. I don't want to age ourselves and talk about what, what, <laughs> what grade school we were in and all that stuff, but, um, we all it, motherfuckers. That's what we are. College or professional. <laughs> What's that? College or professional. Professional, professional, professional. Michael Jordan returned to the NBA saying I'm back. Yep. That, that literally changed the league again, you know? It went from back-to-back Houston Rockets champs to, uh-oh. <laughs> and he, oh, he came back. Well, he came back 95, though. He came back 95 because they lost that year, right? They no, lost they, they lost when he came back middle of the season. They lost to Orlando. Orlando okay, went to the like finals. Okay, like middle of the season, yeah. But when he was truly back back, they did It was the 96 season, and that was when they went, uh, I think, like 69 and 13. And then this next year where they went, uh, no. That, the first year they went 65 something, and then second year with 69 yeah. and 13. I'll tell you what, who needs to be making sure that he's on his repeat Christmas card list is Hakeem Olajuwon. Yeah. Needs to be sending MJ a Christmas card and a gift every year because right. without him going to baseball for a few years, Hakeem. You would... think so, though? That's a question I got yes. for you. You think you don't think Houston was a squad? Like Doesn't Hakeem matter. was unstoppable those couple years. Like they had you're, Clyde. You're... Last, yes, last year you're tr- you're trying to say you would pick them over the bulls with michael no but you know like do you think they would have won f- they they five straight championships who knows i mean nowadays right you have you have players leaving you have players going all these other places so think of some of the these dynasties right now right if if kevin durant didn't leave golden state let's just say when they won the back-to-back right and he didn't get or he didn't get hurt clay didn't get hurt they would have most likely won that one can we agree on that well that's what i'm saying though like you can but there's like clay got hurt like the more there you're playing since the finals over and over again there's a likelihood that somebody made like they were very very fortunate if you look at the roster no one ever got injured in the playoffs with those squads like they're starting like they're seven deep never got injured yeah, well, we, we can play the, you know, the would have game ifs, yeah. and every year. Had they all been healthy and everybody healthy in that time frame, I'm taking the Bulls. Absolutely. They could have won. I mean, it sounds crazy to even talk like that. They could have won six or seven in a row because you're telling me the offseason, they're not going to get another guy once uh, Ron Harper or the next guy kind of gets a little long in the right, tooth. Like they're not right. going to pick up another 
two man or point right, guard or something right. like that. So and there was no I, I feel there was no salary there was no salary cap, but there's no salary like limit on how much you could pay a player. So I mean Jordan, I think his last year paid, got paid fifty three million. I think I read somewhere recently, like in his ninety eight season. That's why uh, the uh, what Jerry Krause was like, yo, no, no. I mean he's an idiot, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, they should have extended on the other end. They just didn't. Yeah. So. I mean, so I don't think, but obviously we have no idea. We'll never know. It's fun to talk about Would the Rockets have one. Um, I wouldn't have bet against the, yeah. the Bulls. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 And then from there, we're going to go to uh, a man that is true to your heart. Your, your potential could have been teammate, Jared Dudley. Oh man. Dudley. <laughs> Uh, tore his right MCL and it's potentially out for the season, which um, big I mean, loss, big yeah. loss to the Lakers. You know what? It's going to be funny because his playing time is not going to change. He's just not going to have to wear a jersey anymore. Like he's going to do exactly what he did before, right? Like he, so he, he's the locker room guy for them. Yes. All joking aside, though, that is a loss for them. And for those thinking I'm, I'm messing around, he brings so much more to the table when practices are, yeah. are happening right yeah. he will bring that energy and that pre-game excitement motivation all that stuff on game day but during practice time if guys need to be pushed if there's if there's somebody that you know coach says hey get on his ass get him going a little bit get yeah. him some extra reps he's that guy that would help so um just some of the the veteran leadership i, I think it is important so joking aside yeah well it is a yeah. loss anytime you lose somebody with that much respect and uh um kind of credibility because yeah. he's, he's been around the league for so long so yeah, yeah. Uh, i mean yeah, it's I just he... as important as losing ad right <laughs> hey, hey no i'm not gonna go there <laughs> uh, all right from there we're gonna go into what you've been waiting for this entire podcast let's get into college basketball Okay, I thought you were going to go with the Luka Doncic highlights, but uh, we can get into college basketball. No, That's right. no, I w- because I want to give you plenty of time to get into it. And um, I think, uh, I mean, you can we can get into the Luka highlights if you'd like. I, I mean, I'm not all day long, it. I'm ready to talk about Luka and how he dropped 40-something and just crossed over PG6. I mean, it was crazy. Oh. <laughs> did you see that? I did. I, I mean, did. are we like in fifth grade on roller skates now again? Yo, um, but, I mean, hey, but nobody wants to talk about that. No, 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 because, well, honestly, the reason no one talks about it is because no one on it. I, I, I think we all at some point within like the people that follow basketball. Paul George really like he like he was playing very well. He's playing well within the realm, but like he keeps getting lit up by players left and right. And. I mean, he says he's a playoff guy, but, you know, he's a preseason guy from what everyone it seems like. So wasn't it a, wasn't it a huge conversation? Like maybe it was even this offseason or last offseason saying they were the best defensive like combo guards, him and Kawhi ever. I don't know. I'm not I'm not seeing the defense. Sure. He's playing great offense. So don't get me wrong. He's right. he's playing well this year. But uh, I just like to poke fun uh, when I can. No, please um, do. You know I will. <laughs> but but yeah, no, defensively, yeah, he's not living up to no. what I recall hearing all the time for him. So, uh be interesting to see, you know, if that if that continues and some other teams are lighting him up cuz if they play, let's just say they get out of the west and play the Nets in the east, right? Is he guarding one of those three? Come on. Like if he is, they're going to have career highs basically <laughs> every time he guards them. I mean, he he's a good offense defensive player. He's just not 
like not the level that people acclaim him to be, or maybe he was at that level yeah. and he's just not yeah, there anymore. Maybe it's just the scheme that they're playing is not helping him, but he complained about the scheme that Doc had for him last year. And so I don't know, but yeah, uh, Luca looks solid. And then he did the little like wave to the crowd thing a couple of times. And so it's, Hey, he's doing it. But anyways, yeah. back to, uh, back to tomorrow morning at nine 15, we got 16 games on the slate tomorrow. 16 on saturday it's kind of weird yep. it starts on a friday this year uh you know as the traditional thursday friday first uh, first two rounds but i am super excited uh to to watch hoops for as many hours in a row as i possibly can so is there any i mean you you're the you know you're the guy uh, any suggestions recommendations you could throw my way so that you know i, I don't take your advice and go the other way so it helps me out <laughs> i'd say for you just pick the mascots brother you know what honestly i'm gonna tell you this i'm probably not even gonna pick it i'm gonna have my wife pick it because more likely she's gonna win as opposed to i will so no it's it's gonna be fun i'll tell you what the beginning of the year i didn't watch any any college basketball whatsoever it was a uh, quite depressing a lot less than i usually do um but i will say during championship week last week was really fun i i found myself watching uh, a lot of basketball especially the pac-12 after the kids went to bed i i found myself watching a lot of the uh, the pac-12 games and uh, uh, a lot of the other games you know kind of earlier in the evening so, so uh, I, i'm, re- I'm I ready have, for it based off of what i'm i've read in the last two minutes <laughs> <laughs> I hear I've been told uh, a team to watch out for is Alabama because they're solid at every position. They, yes, they are. No? They, they are. They just uh, won a, a wild game on Sunday morning, I believe it was versus LSU. That was a pretty awesome SEC championship game. So yeah, they got, they got a lot of talent. The problem is, can they, can they defend well enough? Cause they, they get up and down a little bit and, during crunch time, uh, if they do face off against a team who likes to play a little more methodical and, and big inside and their threes aren't falling, uh, you never know. It could get, could get down. But, uh, no, I do like them a lot. I could see them uh, making a nice run. And they're playing Iona, and that's coached by uh, Rick Bettino, right? Yeah, yeah. His son just got fired in Mich- uh, Minnesota. So that was just a horrible – that was just – like he did nothing. He – they were horrible all the time so yeah but it, it, yeah he didn't really uh do much uh i mean he had a little bit of success but nothing to where they were expecting so right right and then um so this is another one is the mich or is michigan use or is michigan state ucla tonight uh, it is it's going on right now actually so that's part of the new um first four games right the extended basically, basically that get played and the winner of those two games go on to play in the first round so if they play tonight they'll play uh on saturday as their right, first right, technically right. first game right so, okay do you, but do you, know you... What I, you know what i would say though is in in those type of games so they usually match it up and they have a couple of the um uh 16 seeds going up there uh but these two are very interesting so you got ucla and michigan state they're both 11 seeds and the winner of the winner of that game was going to play byu on saturday so BYU is the sixth seed and obviously Michigan state and UCLA is the 11. Personally, I think it gives them a little advantage. If you have a chance to play a game tonight, you know, shake off a little bit of the, you know, the nervousness and you get a game under your belt and you get a win coming in Saturday is like game two, technically when BYU is just dusting it off a little bit. I think it's an advantage for the 11 seed. So um, 
careful of that one. If, you know, I picked Michigan State to win tonight, and I think if they do hold on and, and beat UCLA, I think they're going to upset BYU on Saturday. You think so? Yeah. Wow. Okay, so that – hey, you heard it here first, people. The six people listening, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the bank, baby. Right. Don't withdraw Bet too much. All your I'm money. not 100% sure. <laughs> Um, what about, are you looking forward to seeing potential matchup because Michigan versus Florida state, they faced off a couple years ago and that was a good game. Yeah. You know what? There's uh there definitely are some, some really good matchups that I hope now, obviously a one versus a one seed in the, in the finals could happen. Um, it'd be really neat to see Gonzaga and Baylor play because if you, if you didn't know Baylor and Gonzaga were supposed to play earlier in the year, but COVID reasons, Oh. Uh, stop Baylor season a little bit, so they didn't get to play. They oh, were both I didn't know undefeated that. at the time, one two in the country, and it was this uh, you know mega game uh, built up, but they didn't play. So it'd be neat to see uh, those guys in the finals potentially. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think Baylor's going to get there personally. So do you, you don't think Baylor's going to make it out? Uh, I don't think they're going to uh, play in the national championship. No. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Do you, yep. So do you see Gonzaga coming out? I do. I see them. My, my final, uh, my final is Gonzaga versus Illinois. I know they're two number one seeds, but I think Illinois, uh, has incredible inside and outside game. So I, I like them. Okay. 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 Um, okay. Uh, so you have Gonzaga, do you, are you going to reveal who you picking to win it all? Not yet. Maybe on, uh, maybe on next week's fun next week. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess we got what three weeks to go or two weeks ago, right? Three weeks. Uh, that's right. Yep. Two weeks. So we can cover, we'll, we can go step by step. So we'll get at least two round, three rounds before our next pod, two rounds, two rounds before we'll that's get the right. technically, I guess it's, oh no, no, no. The oh, next we'll have- games are, so it goes Friday, Saturday, right? No, so it goes Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And then, so that'll be the, um, okay. To get them to this so we'll try to maybe do a pod on wednesday so we can get the first two rounds in and then yep. uh, okay 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 all right so i'm just looking at it um wh- another thing that looks interesting to me and i look i don't follow a lot so the big teams are the teams that i always kind of notice and one year a couple years ago i had my wife fill it out for me and she's from louisiana and she picked she, louisiana was like an 11th seed and she picked <laughs> them to win the fucking dire thing <laughs> So now there's eighth seed playing. I don't even know who SBU is. South. Who is it? Saint Bonaventure. The Bonnies. Bonnies. Wow. Right. No, you LSU. I I like them. Um, I I do like them. They they have some talent. Same thing with uh, with Alabama though. Is can they play enough enough defense? They look pretty good on offense, but defense at times uh, is optional at lsu so, okay 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 uh, so we'll see so if you have a betting interest uh anything that lsu is playing in potential overs if you are a betting person okay all right i got one for you who there's a college called colgate colgate absolutely and they're playing utah or no they're playing arkansas arkansas if i am yeah arkansas you're yeah. correct Give me something about Colgate. Do you know anything about Colgate? <laughs> um, they have a good guard that I that I know of, kind of watching some of the games. So okay. uh, I don't know his name, but watching their championship, uh, you know, them play, they got they got a really strong guard. That's not going to be enough to get him past Arkansas, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. They'll uh, they'll shoot the heck out of the ball and uh, and keep it close. 
okay. Okay. So is there, okay. So since you, you're the guy that's in this, is there a game that you really are hoping the matchups put teams against each other? You know, like, is there, I don't know, like, do you want to see Baylor versus Ohio state? Do you want to see, I don't know. Is there a team that you're looking forward to potentially matching up against each other? Um, I mean, there's, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of good teams out there. There's not really two that, you know, that, that looking at them, I'm like, Oh my God, I, I have to watch this matchup. I mean, there's, there's a lot of good, good teams out there. There's, there's a few at the very top. And then when you get into that middle, like 25 teams, I'll tell you what, in my eyes, they're all interchangeable. You have right. four, four or five that are definitely cream of the crop, in my opinion. Other than that, there's so many interchangeable ones. So if it did get there, yes, I'm looking forward to uh, to the heavyweight fight. So if the final four goes chalk, um, that would be awesome. I mean, Michigan, Gonzaga, Illinois versus Baylor. If it all went chalk and all won four, one seeds, which I don't want to happen because I love upsets. <laughs> love upsets. It's the best part about March Madness, but if it happened, those would be pretty fantastic games. Yeah, yeah. And then next week, we're going to try to get our other uh, college insider in, Matthew, who's in Vegas right now. Yes, um, he, can give us some, he can give us some insight because he'll be watching every second as well. Yeah, he's literally going to be sitting at the sports book from 9, probably, you know, like 8.15, 8 o'clock. Till, so, uh, so I have a couple questions for you. I want to test, uh, test your knowledge real quick. Okay. What time is it? Game time. Whoa. There we go. Right. Okay. Give me, uh, give me this test that I'm going to fail at miserably. All right, I'm going to start easy, okay? So I'm okay. going to give you eight teams, and I need you to tell me what their, what their mascot is. The funny, I was going to do the same thing to you, but I was like, this motherfucker probably knows all of them as is. So. <laughs> all right. Okay, go, go. So go. We are going to go with Baylor University. All right. Uh, can you give me options because I'm not gonna know have these. <laughs> All right, do you have so Baylor? Are they the Tar Heels? No. Are, are they the Badgers? Are they mm. the Bears? Or are they the Red Raiders? What was the second one? Badgers. I'm gonna go Badgers. That is incorrect. That would be Wisconsin. They are the Baylor Bears. Baylor. See, I wouldn't have known. I knew Wisconsin was the Badgers. I just figured. All right, next teams. one. We have okay. Gonzaga. So is Gonzaga the Sooners? Are they the Cavaliers? Are they the Ducks? Are they the Bulldogs? Bulldogs. Bulldogs is correct. All right, yes. one of two. All right, next one. We got Creighton. Oh, they're like there's it's some dude with like a like a spear or something like that. Okay, so <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> so are they the the Jayhawks? No. Are they the like I'll tell you this? If you is Jayhawks Buckeyes? Kansas, the what? Are they the Blue Jays? They're not the Blue Jays. Okay. What, what was the second one? Well, you already missed it because they're the Creighton Blue Jays. <laughs> oh, are they? Fuck. Are, fuck. I thought they were the dude with the spear. <laughs> All right. So we're going with the next one here. All right. So we got Iowa. Oh, okay. Iowa is an uh, uh, owl. So we got the Iowa Hawkeyes. 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 <clears throat> okay. Good job. All right. Now we're going to go with Eastern Washington. Eastern. Okay. So the funny thing is, Okay, the crappy go. team who knocked us out at a chance to go to the dance my last year. 
I hate Eastern Washington, and I hope Kansas <laughs> beats them by 75 to break a record. Um, okay, give me a category because I, I mean, Eastern Washington. All right, are they the Buffaloes? Uh huh. Are they the Trojans? Are they the Eagles or the Sooners? What's the first one? Whatever the first one was, I'm going to go with that. Buffaloes. Buffaloes. No, they are the Eastern Washington Eagles. Eagles. Okay, that was going to be my second choice. Okay, All okay, right. okay. Last one. Okay. We're going to go Moorhead State. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my mind goes to way dirty things on me. <laughs> All right, are we going to go with the Cougars? <laughs> that would be perfect fucking name. Moorhead is the Cougars. The Cougars? Are we going... The uh, Crimson Tide. No. Are we going with the other team that's the Cougars? Uh, I'm going go Cougars. I'm going to go because it has to be the Cougars. It has to fucking be the Cougars. And if it's not, they have to change it to the fucking Unfortunately, Cougars. Unfortunately, it is the Eagles also. It's the Morehead oh. State Eagles. But the Cougars makes perfect sense. Morehead Cougars. <laughs> there you go. Morehead State. I feel like that should be called the bar. <laughs> Upset City. West well, Virginia. Yeah. Virginia is – that's a guy with a spear. <laughs> Virginia Cavaliers. That's what it is. There we go. All right, all right. There you go. Um, okay, so I clearly suck at that. So, um, okay. What's Iona? Just out of curiosity. What the fuck is Iona? What is the – is it initials? Uh, you know what? I'm trying – I'm pulling up right now. I'm Googling it right now. No, it's Iona. Iona College, but what are they? They're not the Gales. That's St. Mary. That's the Gales. They're the Gales. Are what the fuck also? is the Gale? Oh, St. Mary's, but Okay. There are Gales also? Okay. Where is Iona? Isn't it in New York? Oh, yeah, it is. You're right, you're right. You're right. It is in New York. Damn, look at you with your fucking college facts. Damn. All right, my game is uh, it's going back to the salary game. Okay. I'm going to give you a player. Okay. You tell me higher or – yeah, I'll give you two players. You tell me which salary goes to that player, okay? Okay, yep. So – 75 million dollars okay these are all guys from the same draft so that gives you kind of an idea of when they started okay 75 million got it 75 million sam cassell jamal mashburn um i'm gonna go i'm gonna go sam cassell it was Jamal Mashburn, Nate, really? 75. Do you, okay, over, under, Sam Cassell, Cassell 75 million. Uh, you know what? Actually, I'm going to say, I'm going to say under for him. Yeah, 58 million. Okay. Okay, here we go. Here's another one. Chris Weber, Allen Houston, 117 million. Oh, I need a timeout. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> It's March Madness time, baby. All right. Who'd you say? Sorry. As soon as you said Chris Weber had to throw that. You went to timeout. That's right. Chris Weber, who else? And Alan Houston. For how much uh, money? 117 million. Ooh, 117. Uh, we're going, we're going C Web. C Web made. Okay, no. That's Alan Houston. What? Higher or lower for Chris Weber? Higher. 178 million. Oh yeah. I knew late, yeah, later on he had some he had a pretty big contract at the end. 
Well, he had a big contract with what's it called? With uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hold on, I'm trying to pull up the last guy, but um, so the next one is Vin Baker. Okay. Okay. Or Anthony Hardaway, ninety-seven million dollars. Lil Penny? No, no, that's what I'm saying. Those two guys. Okay. Which one? Ninety-seven million. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna say Vin Baker because he had a big couple big contracts. Um, Penny didn't play long enough because of injury, so I'm gonna say Vin Baker. I'm. Uh, hold on. It got deleted. Penny would have made a lot more than that if he didn't get injured and cut his career short. Yeah. <laughs> um, you are absolutely wrong. Gah! And over under Anthony Hardaway, 97 million. I'm going to say under. I don't think he made it enough because he didn't play. 120 million dollars. Wow. Can you imagine? I mean, he's an absolute stud, but I just didn't think he played long enough to, to I make that. I did not either, but this motherfucker, wow. 120 million. It's because, especially, okay. especially back then when he was playing too. That's a, that's interesting. So imagine it had he had a, a longer career, what that right. would have been. That would have been a serious, uh, he would have been up there for sure. Wow. And it's crazy because he, he only played from 93 to 2008. So he did actually did have a decent length of career. Right. And he didn't make, guess, you know what? I guess he, you know what? I guess he did. I, I guess I'm thinking, you know, we're thinking because he kept getting injured. Game. So he didn't live up to what we expected him to live up to. Right. I think that's probably why, because injury slowed him down. He maybe still played in the league, and that's probably why the salary game. Yeah, because he was on the team. Remember him and um, uh, uh, was it was him and was it was it Schnur after him though? Was it Grant Hill? Not Grant Hill. Was it um, was it him and Tracy McGrady were on the same team, or was it um Tracy McGrady and um who's Tracy McGrady with in Orlando that that were supposed? It was Grant Hill. Anyways, but I'm not sure, but uh, he, his, like, he never made a lot like relative to now. I mean, he made 15 million, which is ironic because it was his second to the last year. Okay. Well, when salary started, started going up. So yeah. So like he probably signed, he probably signed a seven year contract or five year contract when he was with Orlando and then he got traded to Phoenix and then that contract just kept going to, to other teams and other teams. Yeah. It was, it was backloaded to, yeah. to pay him a lot at the end. That's yeah. Fine. Yeah. That's crazy though. Like nice. I, I, and I was wrong on all three. God, we yeah. both sucked on the game. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> hey, you went even with me again. You should be. Dude, hey, I told you it's a comeback. It's the comeback half. It's the comeback half. I got it. The- um, so thank you for listening. We will be back Wednesday, hopefully with, uh, another guest to talk about college basketball and everything that happened in the NBA and me winning a couple of games and hopefully catching up the Fergie. Good luck to you, sir. Thank you. Thank you for listening and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.